You're ready to be premature wow, all over again. Wow, that's, that's impressive. Quick, quick reset. Yeah. Quick reset. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Licking okay. gin balls. It's just going to be a vicious cycle. Who knew the job was pro bono? I was so high that um, I shit myself at some point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, get still here. Somebody, somebody, everybody mute. Goddamn, you're killing me. My SEAL Team 6 went to SEAL Team 12. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing wrong with punching above your weight. The fight you get better. Well, I don't know what's worse. You're a ginger or you've been vaccinated. You sit around and drink and solve the world's problems, right? Hey, let's go ahead and unwrap this present <laughs> so, uh, and let the I... debate begin. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. It is a new week, new topic. The four horsemen are here in this studio and we are... Uh, oh, uh, ladies and gentlemen, the producers are here in the studio. They're, they're motioning to be... Oh, okay. Uh, I've just been handed this. Uh, all right. Breaking news, ladies and gentlemen. Um, apparently, April free October is over for all of you at home. In case you're wondering, turn down your TVs, turn up your radios. The news on the street is alcohol free. April is over. We're done. We oh, are released from the bondages <laughs> of sobriety. It is time to I get got... this party started. How is everybody doing? Thank you, sweet baby <laughs> Jesus. That was fucking perfect. <laughs> that has to make the episode on cue. <laughs> Who the said pussy you way to good help these days. Oh my god! Shit. Oh fuck! Classic moment right there, and still not stopping. Yes, oh I hear you. Can you keep your pussy quiet? Please? I will work on that. <clears throat> All right. Uh, gentlemen, I'm happy you're here. Sorry to burn out the intro on that one. Um, still going. But uh, yeah, glad everybody's here. April free October is over. We are back to drinking. We are back to the roots of what a spirited debate is about. All of the gentlemen are here. All of them have a drink, one in each hand. We're ready to go. So let's go around the room and find what everybody's having to drink for their first drink, except for Max's second drink, their first drink. Grinch, I'm going to start with you. And, and try to find out what it is that you are drinking today, brother. I don't know. Is this Dolce, Dolce Vita, uh, pineapple jalapeno infused uh, tequila? It's a Blanco tequila. There is a recipe with like putting in an orange liqueur, uh, uh, lime juice, and agave nectar. Mm-hmm. I didn't have all that, and I didn't feel like putting in the work. Um, so I took this. And married it up with a little of the, I think it's called pasal, which is a uh, passion fruit, which is why it's got this, this kind of grapefruity color to it. Um, just to, it's a little more of the sweet. So you get a little of the hot from the jalapeno, a little of the sweet from the passion fruit. How, how spicy is it from the jalapeno? Like um, spicy? If it were, if it were only this, um, I mean, it's definitely there, you know, and maybe over time you'd kind of get to where it builds, um, but it's manageable. On yeah, a scale it's, of it's flavor as opposed to like just novelty. If yeah, I was gonna say on a scale of one to Reaper whiskey, where does that land? <laughs> Ooh, not even close. Yeah, like one and a half. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Let's keep moving around the room. Uh, Mac, what are you having today, brother? First, second drink since we started the challenge is your second drink. Um, because well, technically, third drink because. I've had two. Oh, oh, oh yeah, you've already drank today. Fair <laughs> enough. Uh, yeah, no, you made it. I mean, what, what do you think I go with? Right, it's it's yeah. a margarita right out of the gate. You made it 14 days in April before you had a margarita. 
and then no, you made it, it was in, a French 75. Oh, a French 75. I'm sorry. And then yeah. you went another 16 days and here we are first of April or first of May and you're drinking margarita. Margarita. Yep, man. There you go. Uh, uh, first one, first one was with the Don Julio and Yeho. So we've always had the discussion of, you know, better quality liquor. Do you make it with a mix a mixer? I got to say it was pretty damn good. It seemed um, to go down really quick because when you and I jumped into the call, it was full. <laughs> And now yeah. it's gone before we even started the call. And you made it was a gone. second. Yeah. Um, but that was the end of that bottle. Uh, oh, okay. So the second one is the Rocks Terramana tequila. Uh, working on trying to uh, finish off that bottle now. So. Which one? Which, which which one is it? Is it the Blanco? Uh, it's the Blanco. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Yep. Uh, I know he has an Añejo now, but I've yet to find it somewhere where I can purchase it and see if it's I think any I've good. seen it once or twice in the stores up here, but I haven't bought it yet. Cause I had the other, the Don Julio, but makes sense. Uh, and of course, homemade sweet and sour mix. There you go. The only uh, way to go yeah. now. All right. Uh, the, all right. So we're going to move to me, me, uh, me, 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 me. I am going with a gin based drink. I found one and it is a gin cranberry cocktail. And then I'm using the aviation uh, American gin and cranberry juice and then a squeeze of lime juice so that's what i'm doing very simple very easy very clean cranberry gin cranberry cocktail uh actually quite tasty if you happen to like cranberry juice it's great on the kidneys and the bladder and it's also good when it's paired with gin so that's a win for me so that's what i'm doing is that an old man's drink is that what you're saying yes look it's also good for the uti yes i've never had kidney stones bladder infection none of that shit so I'm perfectly I fine. My worst and you attribute, enemy, so. and you you know attribute it to that because drink you just had. you drink cranberry-based <laughs> drinks. Yeah. Yes, that's right. I do. I actually like cranberry juice. Fucking Miracle Max over here. And I, I eat fucking cranberries at Thanksgiving and smear them on my body on Friday nights. Yeah. I mean, I stay healthy. That's what I do. Rub them on my taint on Friday nights. Yeah. I hear you, buddy. Does that work? works by us. I will try anything. An aphrodisiac? Like what? This is a miracle, <laughs> you know, fruit. <laughs> It's an aphrodisiac. He rubs oysters on her taint I mean, as an aphrodisiac. Yeah. <laughs> it starts with getting the wrists fixed and then it finishes. And, it, and it's just downhill the from there. <laughs> oh, All right. So let's move to our last. It's certainly not least. Uh, Haas, I'm saving you for last for two reasons. First, you are six hours ahead of the rest of us, which means uh-huh. you started your day six hours That's ahead true. of the rest of us. May 1st I hit did. you. Right. Uh, and I know at 1201 last night, you did have a drink. On May first, small uh, a small little nip at a nip. You know? So I'm interested to see how has your day progressed from there to here because obviously it's in the evening over there. You've had a full day, probably a full day of drinking, and then I'd also like to know what you're drinking tonight. I'm drinking alcohol. <laughs> Thanks for narrowing it down a little bit. That's what I'm doing. If it's available and free and readily available, so what I'm drink? What drink are you drinking specifically? I just, bro, I just went gin and tonic. Um, but that's not wholly true because uh, we met some friends uh, for brunch <laughs> today and we had bottomless Prosecco. So it was five euro 50. Pay five euro 50 and we sat there for four hours and we just drank our asses off. <laughs> we had a lot of fun. And then Food I made optional. my way to- Drink yeah. not F- fruit optional, but we we, we did literally food, but, but... you go now. You've been here for hour. <laughs> we don't give a fuck. Try and move me. I'm 265 pounds. Bet you can't. And drinking. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Then move move my way to the pub uh, to watch the uh, the Tottenham uh, like uh, like Leicester match. 
They won three nil. I don't care. Um, <laughs> Leicester, thank you. Leicester, Leicester match. Who cares? Leicester. Whatever. Um, yeah, uh, gin and tonics. Gin and tonics. Some more gin and tonics. And what kind of gin? The monkey forty-seven. Okay. Monks yeah, I, I mean, I, I'm I'm trying. I'm trying to try. I, I really am. It is my goal this summer. I promise you, gentlemen. Now, now that I have discovered that gin is a thing I enjoy, uh, I, my, it's my goal to try some other gins because uh, uh, Vienna is a gin city. So uh, I want to try some. But right now, but, Monkey Monkey Forty Seven is where it's at. Look, you can't go wrong with Monkey Forty Seven. I, I on your recommendation, I, I bought a bottle and tried it a couple times. It's it's really damn good. Yeah. So I've never had it. So I will obviously did you hold my opinion over until I've tried here? it. No, we didn't try it. I, did, I haven't had that either. And I haven't had the Empress, which was, you know, part of the fancy ace recipe. I saw yeah. it the other day, but you know, obviously didn't. Didn't he say up. something like that? Like it was purple or something? Yeah. Because he made the comment about royalty. Tent to it. Okay. Yep. Who, and Hoss fancy Ace you're talking about. Who, who is that? No, don't you I, worry. I didn't ring a bell to me. Don't and did nor does it need to. Don't you sweat. I it. mean, don't just do, 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 think, think of him as your alter ego. Yes. <laughs> oh, gotcha. Okay. Yes. Younger, you know, better looking. I, I realize I had if you were like ego. younger, slimmer with longer hair, sexier. Bl- yeah, I get it. Talent. You know, you go yeah, to your few states. That's, yeah. that's I, I, w- I wasn't even that good looking yeah. when I was younger. Yeah. Could yeah. sing and had charisma. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's the other gin you've talked about, Haas? Not the Monkey Forty Seven. I think it's one that's from there, maybe. No, the Monkey Forty Seven is from uh, from Bavaria. I thought there was Germany. another one. I, I, no, the Botanist. I that's it. Like the botanist. That's yeah. the one you always talk the botanist about. Botanist is a good one. We're jumping into our topic together as a group, holding hands off the cliff. Mm-hmm. Are we ready? Three, mm-hmm. two, one. Let's I need go. more. Going, I'm, all right. Well, I'm going into character. All right, we transition. Is this this method masturbating? Yes, we're talking about today. Okay, gotta really get into it. But I need more eyes. All right, so the topic of today, ladies and gentlemen, actors who smoke meth. Is that what we said? Mm. I think. Wait, what? Do they just have to be actors? Method to the madness. Anybody? Or method man? So that hey, there you go. So the topic of today, we're discussing method acting and all of the horseshit that revolves around method acting. And in case you didn't, you know, it's not horseshit. No, quit, quit, quit tainting the audience with your fucking cranberry bullshit. So when you taint something, do you literally like put it on your? Is that how you taint something? It's a truffle of Nobody wants it. It's not as good as I drop my taint in the middle of it and wheel it around, all All saucy and sweaty. So the topic today is method acting, and and just recently an article came out and it was citing Mads Mikkelsen, who I think is a phenomenal actor. Really like the stuff he's done. But he's a human being who could be wrong. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Mads Mikkelsen, who I personally yeah. really like as an actor, came out and said that he, in his opinion, method acting was bullshit. And it's literally people using the uh, ideology of method acting as a way to just get away with some stupid shit on set. And or- it can be. It can Get be disruptive. How do you know it's just their excuse for getting away with stupid? It shit. can be disruptive to other actors. It can be disruptive to the crew, and it is something that, in his opinion, sensitive mamsy pamsy. In his opinion, is is unnecessary and doesn't elevate the form of acting, by and large. So that was the article that came out. Grinch, you sent that out to the group. It was something that you had forwarded on to us for us for you know a good read, and some other things along the way that you had had sent out. 
But that that's the discussion today is method acting. Is it a viable school of acting at this point? And we know that some actors probably utilize it effectively. Other actors take it entirely too far. And so that's the discussion we wanted to have today is where does method acting fit in the schools of acting? Should it be, should it not be used? And, and I will say, you know, part of why I teed this up isn't so much, you know, because uh, Mads Mickelson said it, but, you know, I probably, you know, for several years bought in a little bit to the hype of like, oh my God, look at the link this actor will go to. And, and there's some outstanding examples of, you know, performances. I mean, you know, in the articles we've traded, you know, there's some, you know, you, you know, like Christian Bale and the machinist and some of the others that we'll probably touch on. I don't know that I really paid as much attention to um, the impact it had on the rest of the cast and the crew until, you know, kind of looking into it. And then the more I got to thinking about it, I was like, seems like kind of an excuse for being a dick and a bitch on set, you know, <laughs> now, Yes, it's led to it's led to Oscars and things like that. I mean, it's it is a method, right? I mean, it's a yeah, technique for getting into character. One does the, the, go ahead. The, the question is, does the ends justify the means, or or like the fair question? You know, the really funny. Um, I think on that BuzzFeed article I sent, the very last example uh, was I think Dustin Hoffman on set with is it Lawrence Olivier? I'm scrolling down to see it. And uh, he's like, oh, you know, my character's supposed to be like really tired on this set. And uh, so he stayed up for like three days. And Olivier's like, have you tried acting? <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, what, <laughs> what you were hired to do? Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. And it's not without consequence either, which was the other thing that was interesting to me. Like Tom Hanks saying he may have developed type two diabetes from that wild i didn't even know he had type 2 diabetes to be honest uh that wild vacillation of weight for castaway i think it was which occurred over a year i believe he they filmed yeah, certain they aspects of that filming took for a, a year break, right so he could drop to let weight. him grow his beard you know get his you know get his hair grown and and develop and that just like lose weight yes and, and anyway, he's that, clearly that not was... the only one that's done that and, and you're right, right from that standpoint i think <clears throat> you have to look at it from a health issue it's it's some of these guys that you know drop weight, add weight, you know, and fluctuate between between movies, they, they can't be good for you from a health standpoint. I agree, but in terms of staying on task, I'm not sure that like vacillating from a weight perspective, a bodybuilding, but that, that's not. I don't think that falls into the method acting. If if a production company says, "Look, we need you to be 120 pounds," uh, Christian Bale did it in The Machinist, Courage Under Fire, well, Matt Damon. But, but did if you it. if you read the article that, that Grinch sent out. They didn't tell him to drop all that weight. They actually yeah. said, based on your your build, you know, this is the weight you need to hit. Hit, and he went way beyond that. Yeah, no, the I, I'm saying we milestones. Can't, yeah, yeah, we can't make a blanket statement because a lot of actors drop weight because they're expected to fit into a certain. Well, look, right? Yeah, form I mean, for that role, nobody's going to buy me as an AIDS, you know, person. Right? I just don't have that build. Of course, so I would. But you're just somebody that acquired well, AIDS three days ago, probably. maybe. But, you know, you know, so you, you cast the right person that fits that build then, right? You right. don't. Okay. Okay. You say you don't cast, cast that Marlon right Brando to, you, to play the Tom sure. Hanks role in hold, Philadelphia. Hold you say cast that right person. But what about Hillary Swank and Boys Don't Cry? So you're casting a female to play a boy. 
So you're telling me that method acting is not appropriate or necessary in that instance. No, I don't think it's necessary. I won't say appropriate. Really? I don't think it's how's necessary. A, how's a woman, how's a female supposed to channel being a male if they don't method act that in that situation? Okay, but you're I think we need to acting, understand. No, especially when, when, you're to, right. when you're talking about a heterosexual female playing a male. Let, let's let's understand what we're discussing, though, in terms of the school of method acting. Do I think a female or does a male playing a transgender or a gay individual did did Tom Hanks or Antonio Banderas in Philadelphia need to be gay or act a certain way 24 seven? No, it's OK to research, talk to people in those roles, have Hillary Swank talk to transgender people or people, you know, people that have gone through that, that type of thing. Do you need to live it 24 seven to get there? Absolutely not. And that's that's what method acting is saying. I disagree. And here's why. Let's say, let's say your skill sets, your emotional IQ and your intellectual understanding aren't up to snuff or up to par of the premier top 1% of the 1% of actors or actresses in the world. And you're asked to do this job. You're being paid to do this job and you have to take on this role. And this is the only way you know how to facilitate that. Well, is to get into method acting, get into character to stay in the character and be that individual to the course of filming. And that's okay. I I think that's a fair point. I think where you know, and again, the reason I teed this up is because I haven't really put a lot of mental energy into thinking about where I stand on the topic. I found it interesting, both because of that article that surfaced, and I happened to have read an article about Benedict Cumberbatch when he did Power of the Dog, and he said he stayed in character through the duration of filming, and the director told him, never apologize, you know, really never be nice to the cat. I don't know if that's literally what was said, but he stayed in character all the way to the very end. And he said it wasn't until I don't want to spoil the movie for anybody who hasn't seen it. They came out of the final scene that he was almost like snapping out of it. And all of a sudden everybody was like, Oh my God, you know, and he was Benedict Cumberbatch. He wasn't the character in the movie. Now I think my suspicion is in the grand scheme of how that impacted the rest of the cast and crew, it was probably like maybe a minor annoyance. Yeah, but here's but then what I, think. I get. Minor annoyance or not, it's your job. You're paid to be there and do your job. And you right, know that these I'm... people could show up and be in this spectrum of whatever creativity, then your job is to adjust accordingly. I'm, well, I'm, and... only, I'm the only person in this group that has a job in the creative field. And I can tell you, if I went to work acting like a dick because I felt like, oh, I got to be this particular, my job would be like, you're gone, motherfucker. No, you're not going to behave this way. Yes. And I think that's the point. That's the point. Well, no, I mean, it's a creative role. I mean, uh, from visuals and graphics and things like that, there is a technical ability, but that technical ability exists even for actors. There is a technical ability in terms of hitting your marks, hitting your cues, memorizing lines. I think there is a certain level of creativity that gets surpassed when we're talking about the extreme and, and, and Haas, okay. I'm not disagreeing from method acting as a useful method. I'm saying it's the extremes of that going, look, uh, suicide squad. If I'm an actor on suicide squad and Jared Leto mails me a use fucking condom. My first question is how the fuck did that inform your character and help you create that role? It didn't. And right there is where I draw the line. It's like, wait a minute, mailing well, me a used condom. What the fuck did that do? 
Yeah. And that's kind of where I was going with it is it's, I think within the person there's there, you know, within the four corners of that person's body personality, I don't necessarily care how they are so long as it isn't negatively impacting me. Now, hold okay, on. if you're star. Hold on, stop. And here, here's what I, here, here's where I have a problem with that. And, and this is why I really, really, really wanted to talk about this and want to be on this episode. Okay. When people interact with each other, there are emotions, right? Negative and positive. How can you get the most out of other individuals if you don't have that wide range spectrum? Right. So if I'm not method acting and you're not method acting, if you are Grinch and I'm Haas and we're not playing characters and we know each other and we're friendly and blah, 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 and we're not method acting, then how can we really give pure emotional, raw, raw exposed responses when we interact with each other on screen? How can we do that? I think that's the argument that Mad Mickelson was making is he's like, it's called acting. It's your job. Yeah, yeah. But for some people. Sure. Like some people you can turn it on that. when you're at work. You turn right. it off when you, you know, are. But we've away. all we've all worked with coworkers who have uh, an, an innate ability to naturally do their jobs, and some who need help. Right. Every one of us, every single one of us, have worked with employees, coworkers who have needed some kind of guidance or help, uh, support to make sure that they can, you know, carry on with their 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 day to day. And those people find job. other jobs eventually. Maybe, because, perhaps. I mean, yes, if you can't do perhaps, your job, then guess what? You're in the wrong field. Why, why, why is it wrong to say that someone within certain reasonable expectations of method acting couldn't get the job done? Because, actually, Grinch, as your as your as your namesake says today, and I know Thor's one of one of his favorite movies. Daniel Day Lewis is a phenomenal method actor. Phenomenal. Uh, yeah, he is. Multiple it, movies as a met, and that it, is his in that is right. his thing. He does right, but his, not his break example, character. but for him, he refused to put on a coat, almost got pneumonia. These all affect him. You know, he yes, would sign but, 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 text, but sure, but it's like, still method not, acting. Right. And I don't that that's why I say it's it's within the confines of him. And he, you know, as far as it doesn't affect me, if that's what get, why should that's what you? he needs to get the most out of him? Why should what I'm saying you? is when it starts to draw out or negatively affect the others, but why should is it? where I say it's diminishing returns? Why? why like, is I, think, I think to Grinch's if point, if if you're if you're the guy that's there just putting up the fucking scaffolding, and this guy's walking around being nothing a to dick do to you, you, right? You, right. That's not like, you did not. Yeah, come on, that's actor, called okay, having maybe. a job. That's called but, having a union job. You know, that's, hey, you want to yank but that's, that you see what the point is. Fucking go for it. I don't again, care. And again, we've you know, talked about this It can't this be an excuse to just be a dick. All yeah, the I'm time. not. No, no. Hold on, Mac. I'm not saying it's an excuse to be a dick. I'm not saying, and to Grinch's point earlier, I'm not saying it's an excuse to use to send a used condom to a coworker. What I'm right, saying is you if, keep we're that pushing, it if we're pushing the boundaries of creative space, and if we're pushing the boundaries of getting into each other's creative ness or whatever then that's what we need to be doing if that's what you're being paid to do that's what you need to do and should there be uh some prerequisites sure perhaps but if your process 
is method acting that I should not be able to tell you you can't method act because thereby I'm telling you you have a right not to work. Well, and I don't think anybody's saying that you can't. That, that we're going to go around telling these people they can't method act. No, you just, just can't you infringe is, upon me at all. You That's can't just be human an basic asshole rights. to me just because you're in character right. and you're not going to drop character. Right. No. Fuck that. Why? Well, what, I, what I will scene, say what if the, the scene calls for what if the scene calls for that's fine negative, in the scene a, a negative interaction but if you're being a, if you're taking that outside of the you know you're going offset and going out and meeting somebody else but you're staying in character so you have to be this tremendous asshole that's a problem that's problematic uh, i'm gonna cite what grinch mentioned with power of the dog jane campion did go to benedict cumberbatch and the director said this is how I want you to behave. Like she outlined criteria for him. And, and those are the things that Jane Campion said, you're to do X, Y, Z. You're not to do X, Y, Z, you know, not to go beyond X, Y, Z. You know, you can't treat people like shit. You are to, you know, not apologize, behave this way, stay in character. And that I get, but they're also, they also have an understanding of your behavior cannot infringe on the basic human rights of other people around you. Yes. If that is your chosen view of how to act, I'm okay with that. And that's, I think what we're discussing is the extreme cases of what people do here and just taking it too far. And that's the point of Mads Mikkelsen's comments was you're not elevating the art form by behaving like a douche. And if you think you are, the problem is with you because it's not, because if at the end of the day, and I think he says, if the movie's shit, then what was your justification? Well, yeah, if the movie's shit, it's just not on one person for acting like a douche, though. Like, I mean, it's a collaboration of people oh, coming together. That's a perfect example, though. And so you don't get to then cite Daniel Day-Lewis, who has won four Oscars because of his method acting. Because guess what? There's an entire crew out there in terms of the director, the cinematographer, the editor, the screenplay. I mean, a great actor can get a shit screenplay and never get yeah, considered for an Oscar. But we're also talking we're, we're also talking two different time frames, right? We're talking Daniel Day-Lewis versus Mads Mik- Daniel Day-Lewis in the late 90s, early 2000s versus Mads Mikkelsen's now. Like the way the way people behave in a workplace and the way people perceive things, perceive things intellectually and emotionally are very differently and yeah, I don't think that matters differently. Um, I, I think it does. It, it shouldn't. You're right. It shouldn't. But it does. And, and I think that's comparing apples to oranges. Yeah, they're both fruit, but still different. And so I, I think, I don't think if we were talking about the way Daniel Day-Lewis behaved in the past, if he acted that way now, would be acceptable. So you can't, you can't talk out of both sides of your mouth. You either well, for my, or you're against, right? Like, my point is, is there a middle ground? But my point is, using Daniel Day-Lewis, I don't know that he really affected others by his technique. He, he did. Just, I think it was my left foot. He had them push him around in a wheelchair. A wheelchair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Awesome. But, but that's I mean, not, that, I mean, that kind of thing is just annoying as shit, right? I yeah. mean, right. and what was and it? Who was it? I, re- I respect commitment to the craft. Yeah. Um, you know, so if, like, uh, for example, Jamie Foxx, who I don't know how he did this, but sealed his eyes shut for 14 hours of the day, I'm like, holy yeah. shit. It's in, that's impressive to me. Like, I, I understand that. And that's mildly annoying for some, but, yeah, but it's, it's acceptable. But the in point, my but, mind. And, and my, who your, your point Adrian is Bruce? my point, which is if you're a non-disabled person and you're playing someone who's disabled, how do you do that realistically without you do it via method acting or you well, hire well, someone who has well, an impairment? I, I, Technically, I no, he did it via prosthetics. 
and he had prosthetics well, put on that what, allowed him not I, I to mean, see. Maybe the middle ground, not surprising that I would try to achieve this, is <laughs> I'm not saying it's wholesale unacceptable. Right. I'm saying there's a line there, which is what I think Mad Mickelson was, was getting at, was, I mean, the man plays Hannibal. And to his point, he's like, okay, so you're going to play a serial killer. He's like, what are you going to do? Go, Go kill somebody in the character for serial yeah. killer. You know, like, and that, that's kind of, you know, like anything, you kind of take it to the absurd to make the point. I mean, I think examples like losing weight, if you want to stay in the zone, those types of things. Well, yeah, I and who was respect it? It was in terms Adrian of how Brody. it's implemented. But when it's going so far, I mean, I would say there's two areas of concern. When it's going so far, it affects others in the set. Now, my caveat to that is at the end of the day, the directors and producers control that movie. If they enable and allow that, then it is what it is. You either like that job and stay with it or you go elsewhere, if that's going to be the tone of the set. And then the other is like, was the health impact really worth that? I mean, like Matt Damon having to take like adrenal medicine for a year, you right. know, because of kidney problems. Like, yeah. That's my concern is when it goes high, right. As opposed to like, it's, a, it's, it's obviously a technique, you know, I know we keep saying method, but I'll just say real quick, known informally as the method, I forget the instructor who came up with it, but is a range of training and rehearsal techniques as formulated by a number of different theater practitioners that seek to encourage sincere and expressive performances through identifying with understanding and experience of characters inner motivation and emotion. We know it as, you go full tilt in, you know, that's, that's the most, uh, you know, uh, like the, the examples we tend to think of is the person who went all the way in and stayed there to the duration. Well, let's, but, I mean, I'll use another example unrelated to acting Grinch. I'm going to use, not you specifically, but I'm going to use somebody. Uh, let me just continue. So acting, right. So we're talking about method acting and that you're in this character 24 seven. So let's take someone like, you know, university of Georgia, right. Jordan Davis, um, a massive influence on their D line, right. If he stepped off the field and just every day walking down the street, just tackled people, I got to fucking stay in the zone. Right. I got to, and I, I'm fucking just tackling people. Just out. <laughs> people would, he'd go to fucking jail. You can't do that. Oh, I thought you were going to say he'd get a job. Like who was it? The office, a bouncer guy. No, but I'm just saying <laughs> that's if, a long if, distance call, Doug. Right. If, <laughs> if sports people just walk down the street doing shit like that related to their profession, they'd go to jail. They'd get in yeah, like, trouble. sports people. Can't it's a different industry. It's 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 a different. We're talking no, about no, a, a totally different animal. Though. No, I don't think you are. I'm talking about your job is your job. You leave it at the job. You leave it at the work site. You no, don't take no. it fucking. When, home when with is you. no? Hold on. You say that. And I do say that. I just said yeah, that. Yes, but as a creative artistic person, you don't leave your creative artistic space at the job. I know you, and that's not true. Your your creative artistic self, you don't leave that in one space and then drop it off and then go somewhere else. That is one hundred percent wholly false. I'm going to become a so what you're asking. Actor. You're asking for another <laughs> artistic person to do the same thing. I'm I'm not asking you to leave your creativity at the door. I'm asking That's you to what leave you just your. Said. I'm asking you to leave your approach to your creativity okay. at the door. I take my creativity with me everywhere. Anytime I'm looking at something, I'm thinking about it, dissecting it from a creative standpoint. But again, I don't, oh, I don't, I don't, you just said, I don't leave put that approach on everybody. Door. Hold on, stop. You just said leave your creativity at the door, but you take it everywhere you go. Yeah, but he also said kind of the way he implements it. Right. It's not. <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, I'm but sorry. Not, but but with here's the, the problem. I don't go. Let not, me let what, me work on this project. You're saying he didn't. No, what you're saying is, hey, artists. Hey, every other artist out there, do as I do. Yes, that's not that's work. not fair. That's not fair. It's not fair to say, hey, every other artist, you 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 should you your process should be exactly what my process is. It is right. It just should look. Your process can be yours. I think the key characteristic is your process is not allowed to infringe on anybody else. It stops Why? right here Plenty because of, that's isn't, reality. Isn't that what uncom- no, isn't that what uncomfortable art does? Isn't that what moving art like Banksy does? No. Is it infringes on other people? No. Really? That, that's not There's how that crap. works. That's Look, not true. How can we sit in this show and talk about being respectful to your neighbor? That's just common sense. And then talk about, oh, well, if you're creative, I'm not saying being disrespectful. Be. Yes, you are. Yes, if somebody does no, that to no, me, that's no, no. disrespectful. You said, you said that we should stay, as an artist, I should stay in this box and only in this box and i should leave it in this box and when i when i go away from it it should stay in that box and i should walk away from it oh you can carry it anywhere you want it just stops at my nose the minute you throw a punch at me as long as it stops at my nose i don't give a fuck about your punch but you're not allowed to infringe upon me well and i say me as the other people in the room i kind of steal uh sebastian stan's quote just because i think it's kind of really in dialed into what i was where, where my head is with this as he says I don't believe in creating chaos for the purposes of acting. And I know actors do that a lot. There's a lot of people that do that, create sort of chaos on set or chaos in the other people they're working with in order to somehow give the scene this tension or whatever. But to me, that just reads like a very irresponsible, narcissistic kind of self-indulgent thing. It reads like, I'm afraid and I just want to torture everyone else because of it. Well, here's the problem. That's, That's one person's take. The other person could be like, this is the only way I know how to get to where I need to meet you to create this special thing. Then so you me, need to learn so to expand your sure, maybe. repertoire. You're right. You're right. Maybe. But isn't that, isn't that part of the process of growing and learning and evolving, even in a creative artistic space? So, Haas, the, the question I was going to ask was, if method acting is your choice of acting, at what point should it stop? At what point is have you now breached the boundaries of your acting into you are encroaching infringing on other people for you when should that stop and i understand why you're asking it it's a great question because as someone who's worked in labor and employment law for 20 plus years that's a great question i think it's tricky and it's tricky because you're asking artists to invoke certain emotional reactions in one another in any particular scene correct So if one person's process is to do a certain thing to get to the space they need to get to, to then behave and act in in an appropriate way to get what they need to get the the artistic recording of whatever it is they're intended to get. How do you define, how do you contain one person's behavior and actions in an appropriate or inappropriate, how do you categorize it in an appropriate, inappropriate manner? Um, it's a great question. I, I think it, it really requires um, a lot of the actors, uh, performers getting a, a together ahead of time and saying, is this acceptable behavior or is this unacceptable behavior? I think w- the problem you get into is when you get into a situation where like a Jared Leto, where you bring in him and you bring him into a project. And he behaves in a certain way and everyone accepts that as behavior that is acceptable. And then one person gets offended and that one person happens to be a co-actor. Well, now you have a labor deployment issue 
of, I find this offensive. I find this a, an, an, an unacceptable workplace. Hostile or whatever you want to yeah, call it. Right. And I, and, and I want to take that idea and, and take a step back, which is the, the pragmatic reality of this, which is the art is occurring once you're on set, which means you've done your casting, you've identified your directors, producers, etc. I don't mean to diminish the role of the, of the crew, but let's kind of leave them out of it for a moment, assuming they're not, they're, none of their personalities are such that would affect the equation that exists once you build the team. To me, let's just say I didn't, uh, I didn't, let's, let's say that the, the payday is irrelevant for sake of this point. If I knew there was a notorious method actor that was going to get cast and I was making a decision of, with my agent of whether I wanted to be in on a film or not, I think I would take into account that. Sure. Now, and that's your right and decision. It, it, right. And that's, and, and to me, that's where, that's where it gets solved. Cause once you're in motion, if you know somebody like a Nicolas Cage, a Leonardo DiCaprio, if right. you know that, then, that's then you've, walked, right. you've walked in eyes open in my mind. So yep. now if it crosses a line of like, like I have to say with Jared Leto sending pigs and whatever, like I get, he was trying to be this larger than life threat that was kind of, cause his screen time was really minimal. You know, like it's not that I don't understand what he was trying to achieve. It just didn't achieve it. And frankly, the film was kind of shit. So now, now it looks stupid as opposed to a Leonardo DiCaprio, DiCaprio and like Revenant, which yep. was a phenomenal performance. Phenomenal. And that's the one he, and that's one of the main ones he references yeah. when he talks about his method acting. And, and I don't know that anything he did justified like being a dick on set. So in terms of a technique, I don't, I'm not outright against it. I just think there was probably an era where you, where some of these actors got away with a lot of bullshit. Thank you. And they use method point. acting to justify what they did. That's my and whole nowadays point. it's a little more eyes wide open. Look at a, Sh a Shia LaDouche. I mean, Shia LaBeouf or whatever the fuck his yeah. name is. Same thing. That's my point. Method acting isn't the fucking, uh, isn't the conversation here. It's what's acceptable fucking workplace behavior. And the point I'm making is method acting can, can stop at the door. And I saw an interview with, uh, Matthew McConaughey, if you, if you haven't seen it, and he's talking about an interstellar, if you haven't seen the movie, there's a scene in the movie uh, after they go to the first planet and they come back and he realizes nearly like 21 years or something like that, 30 years has passed. There is an emotional scene where he's watching videos from his kids and he left. His kids were gone. Movie. Comes Phenomenal back movie. his, you know, when he comes back from this thing, he's been gone like 30 minutes, but because of the time shift, all of this time has passed and there's this emotional scene and he just breaks down watching this part. And they did an interview with him about it. And one of the things he talked about was when I came on set that morning, I knew exactly how I wanted to approach this scene. We had already outlined what was going to happen. I had gotten myself in the proper headspace. And the director was like, all right, we're going to run through this two or three times. He's like, no, we're not. We're doing it once. And he's like, well, what do you mean? He goes, because there's an emotional component to this that you cannot replicate. Once it happens, it's done. And if you don't capture it the first time, I'm going to just be pretending to have that emotional outpour. He goes, we do it once, we get it right. Beyond that, you can't do this type of scene over and over again. And of course, the scene you see is the one they did one take and we're done. For so, me, method acting is a lot of the same thing. From the emotionality standpoint of it, 
if you're in a scene with somebody, you have to tap into something within yourself within that scene. If, if Grinch and I are playing out a scene and his mom dies and he's got to reconcile that situation, he's got to deal with the emotionality inside himself to get yep. where he needs to be. Agreed. As a method actor for me, there's nothing yeah, I'm going to do that's going to get him there. Maybe, but 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 there, maybe there's something within yourself that's going to get you there. So why is it why is it okay to say that it's okay for that person to get to their place where they need to be, but it's not okay for me to get to that place where I need to be. Oh, it absolutely is. And that's what's expected. We're expecting you to get there. Right. Whatever your so particular my, school of my, acting is to do it. Is method acting, then why is that unacceptable? It is. And I think that's the point that's getting missed. Nobody is saying method acting isn't viable or it shouldn't well, be used. What it's we're that saying it should not extend past the door of the stage. Yeah. That's, what I, that's all I'm saying. Be a method well, actor 100% I, I, I of the time. I don't know that I even agree with that 100%. It can extend past the door of the stage as long as it doesn't infringe upon other people. Okay. Right? If you want to go like, and I tried to make this point a little while ago with, with Adrian, I think it was Adrian Brody. You know, mm -hmm. He went and lived in Poland to study for the pianist. He went you know, completely off the grid Good movie, to get way. in that headspace. And that's fine because it doesn't impact anybody else. It gets him to the place he needs to be to play that role. But it doesn't, you know, it doesn't hurt anybody else. And, and I think that's what we're saying is when, when you cite method acting as being an excuse for being a complete and total jackass, that's, that's when people need to stop and say, wait a minute. No, well, you no hold on. It's, it's just like it's just like mental illness. Right. I'm not going to I'm not going to say that, you know, it's not a problem, but you can't just use that as your excuse for being an ass. Right. I'm not saying using using method acting to be a, a jackass or use it as an excuse to be a jackass or a douchebag like Shia LaDouche. Um, what I'm saying is it's a viable method approach to acting and yes. approaching one's art. Yes, I've never and disputed that's that. Completely viable and should be viable. Right. We are on the same page with that. Yeah, absolutely. And and my maybe my slight divergence, and I think that I'm maybe with Mac on this is. <clears throat> there's a line there of if it's your process, that's okay. But we either need to talk about it going in or have some understandings of limits. The era of like the untouchable star is also over of like you're beyond reproach, right? That's also kind of a, it, it's, it's the arc has passed. We're on the backside of that of just because you're probably a Hollywood icon doesn't mean we're going to tolerate all your bullshit. We just won't fucking cast you anymore. Like we saw and, with Murray's recent activity. And, and, right? in, and in truth, yeah. you know, we get the anecdotes that come out. Who knows how bad it might actually be at times. Right. Or is and it as bad? Kind of, you know, I know uh, what's his name? Will, um, Will Poulter, you know, kind of piled on with Mad Mickelson saying, it shouldn't be used as an excuse for inappropriate behavior. And it definitely has. That's, I think the camp, you know, I, I think that's where you're coming from Thor, which is, and what Mac was saying, which is somewhere there's a line. And again, I say at the end of the day, if the producers and directors empower that and allow it, then you've got a decision. You either walk for the project or you yeah. never be a part of it because yeah. you recognize who's there. And again, to, to reaffirm what you're saying, and I think what Thor was saying, which is what I'm frustratingly trying to get at, is this. If I'm an artist and I'm working with other artists, we need to come to an agreement on what is acceptable in our collaboration. Because if my approach is A and your approach is B and their approach is C, 
that we need to come to some kind of like middle ground understanding well, on how we get to in, in product. And I because think you shouldn't hinder mine. I'm not asking you to hinder yours just because you choose not to do something. It shouldn't mean I should choose not to do something. Right. And, and I think it's okay to some extent in that scenario where you're talking about actors and actresses to other actors and actresses, right? They signed up for this project, you know, to, to play these parts. It's when, you know, you hear the stories of like Daniel Day-Lewis asking other people on set that are just, you know, I'm just here to cater this son of a bitch. I'm not pushing you around <laughs> in a wheelchair. You know, that's when I think it crosses, you know, another point where it crosses the line, right? You know, when, when you're talking about dealing with other actors and actresses, I think there's a little more leeway there because, you know, again, they, they may even subscribe to the same, same method of acting that, that you are, but they're also getting paid a little bit more. Okay. To put up with your bullshit. So, okay. We're going to talk about pay. We're going to talk about jobs and pay. So, okay. So what you're saying is that someone who works as a craftsperson on set should not have to endure the, intricacy i can't even say it fucking me intricacies <laughs> of an actor or actress who is in method form right the idiosyncrasies yeah i think so I, is that fair is bullshit also another word uh, wait I hold on they're, they're <laughs> still being paid i don't mean to demean your point yeah they're still being paid but, but they're being be paid to do a job paint, you know to paint a background or design a background uh-huh they're not being paid to interact with that person so, you know, if he just walks up and is a complete right. dick right. to he or she. So ignore them and move on. Ignore them and move on. You but don't I don't think that's you, the case. You, you know, and, and again, it, we're, we're it's, it's, it's basic small, physics, action, reaction, right? I mean, I will say small, this. specific events, it, right? It, I mean, not the like, overall. Hold on. Yeah. If we use like Jared Leto's example in Morbius or the other one we just mentioned, Daniel Day-Lewis in My Left My Foot. My Left Foot. Yeah. Like I assume the key grip isn't the one who's fucking pushing him around. But I, right. I mean, I, but I, understand I don't know that. Right. right? From, like, from reading the articles. I don't know like that. That's fair. Yeah. Right. That's There's fair. There's probably some but, PA on set. Some right. If somebody assistant. know, like going into it, like, hey, he's going to want to stay in the zone the whole time. And we think the juice is worth the squeeze. Just get him to his trailer and back whenever he needs to move. If that person's like, okay, cool. That's what I get paid to do. Like, well, I'll fucking push yeah. this guy from A to B. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. <laughs> right. I think, but, but you, you know, explain again, that to them going into it. Right. We're teasing out the lines of our barriers we're discussing, which is I'm Joe Smo, cameraman, getting paid by the hour to be on set. And this guy's like, hey, my method is. I need to get on set and like meditate for two hours. And everybody's like, what the fuck? Well then get here two hours earlier, you know, right. like <laughs> don't hold up our shooting schedule because you're a method actor. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm, and I'm not suggesting Haas, you've said that in any way, no. shape or form. I don't think you have It's That's just really what we keep teasing out, which is there are two places that it gets adjudicated. One is in the building of the, the crew and the cast and the decisions of what, you know, you're going to get. And then the impact on set. So you either solve it on the front end or on during casting, you either went in eyes wide open or if something's truly egregious, you fix it on set of like, Hey, Jared, dial back the mailing dead pigs, you know, like, Hey bro, kind of thing. not, not <laughs> only is it not appropriate to do it within the job workplace, but it's also not appropriate to do it without the, the workplace to send people use condoms. Like that's just not cool. Well, and that's like, my, 
that's my find thing, another as, avenue to be you know as a creative artist character. you don't get to then use the moniker of creative as a justification for your shitty behavior because you yeah. can't do it in any other line i can't mail somebody at my job a used condom and go i'm a creative no. i'm i'm in the creative arts well, they'd be like fuck you the, you're gone at the end of the day the important thing to to tease out here though is I know what all you guys are getting for Christmas this year. Use condoms. <laughs> just be prepared. Okay. Hey, just so you know. All right, well, I'm mailing one's you gummy big filled then. with pixie dust. <laughs> one's going to be filled with gummy bears. The other one's covered gonna be in filled. clam juice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's it. I'd have to use oh, condoms oh, to mail yeah, them to actually, you. So I'm mailing you a freeze dried, uh, what is it, Durden fruit? <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you know, I, I will say too, real quick, uh, it was interesting to me, and it's just the way I am, uh, when I was scrolling through that list of articles of like, you know, four against, four against, most of the people that were for it, you know, I would go, yeah, they're a douche anyway, or well, yeah, yeah exactly, good, they're a pretty good anger, you know, because <laughs> like, I was thinking about this. Yeah, there's an extreme day. on the fours, right? Like right, really, right. really good, like Shia LaBeouf or LaDouche, right? Or fuck yeah, you know. I mean, that guy's a piece of shit. Like he's you know, just a piece but, of shit. Like douche. But I get to Leo, right? And I was thinking of that scene in I think it's Django, where he slams his hand on the table, and he didn't. Like he didn't mean to cut his hand, but he did. It's legit. And, and then he bleeding. takes his hand and like rubs it on the other actress's face. And she was just like, what the fuck? You know, in the moment. Right. And they kept it, you know, but like in the moment, I'm sure she was just like, and that's my, Oh point, shit. Ma- method acting. <laughs> I mean, look, you can't replace realism with nothing but realism. Yeah. But, but, so, but we're, we're making too many, two different arguments. You do yeah. that while the camera's rolling. The minute they uh-huh. cut, you stop. That's all yeah, I'm for saying. For some stop. people, for some people, that's their process. And as an artist. And you need a new process. Learn, yeah. Maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe, what if, what maybe, or said, maybe not. What if but I'm Leo DiCaprio? But here's the thing. You can't I, dictate to someone in the, in the workplace what, what their process is or not in a creative space. I can when and, it and infringes so, upon me. Right. Yes, I absolutely sure. If can. you're the producer, if you're the producer, sure. Maybe you can, maybe you can't. Has anybody no, here seen the movie? Maybe you should. Has anybody here seen the movie? office and I cut my hand and I wipe that all over the face of somebody else, I'm going like to jail now. Like, you're like, it just gets me there on this spreadsheet. <laughs> <laughs> Until, until, I can until it makes you a multi-millionaire, and I'm not going to be working there anymore. And, again, and again. you're like, and you have AIDS. Have, <laughs> oh, I know, oh, I know, oh, I don't look like it. Oh, I don't see, look like I do. You have to bring the fucking sad air. You, you can now parents. method act in Philadelphia. Why'd you have to bring the fucking <laughs> sad AIDS? Has anybody seen the movie Alpha Dog? Oh. Uh, yes, it's yes. been a long time. It has been a long time. Okay. In that movie, Ben Foster is a character in that movie, and it's based on a true story or a true events, regardless of how true it actually is. And Ben Foster in that movie breaks into a house and shits on the living room floor. As a method actor, do you think he, you know, went around and just shit on people's floors? He was, he I was mean, channeling I mean, Amber, like Amber Heard. <laughs> I mean, you know. So, I'm just saying, like, there's things like that. It's like, look, that's a that's a camera's rolling. Go do your thing. It's like Matthew uh-huh. McConaughey said, you're going to capture I mean, bro, it right there. Bro. I mean, seriously, yeah. <laughs> and look, I mean, look, listen, I, Thor, I am not as, as artistic as you or my wife or your wife. And 
if that's my process, if my process is to like legit on a drop trowel and <laughs> shit in the middle of the floor, that's my God blessed process. And if you're, if you come me, to my house stop, and do it stop. at my Mac, house, Mac, I'm getting ready for a roll. Hold on. House, and say, you, it, I'm just doing it because I'm in process. <laughs> hey, I'm going to take a shovel to your hey, house. I got to do a Cleveland hey, steamer every hey, morning Mac. to get, get in the right place. <laughs> hey, Mac. Hey, Mac. Yeah. We're not talking about Friday nights, big boy. No, but soon, Mac, in the state of Florida, you'll be able to open carry shovels. So it's okay. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> you know, I, I, again, I, I, I will never subscribe to the view that the end justifies the means. I disagree. As a blank check. No, not just, blank just, check. Just do whatever not you want blank to do. Check. Right. Not blank it check. It just doesn't. I, I, I think there's some caveats and some prerequisites that need to freaking come into place. But this thing where like method acting just needs to be taken and fucking swiped right is bullshit. Tender acting. <laughs> what are we saying? Swipe right or swipe left? <laughs> it's the cancel um, movement. We're canceling cancel acting. culture method acting. And I don't think that's what we're saying here. We're not saying no, that it not should without, not be yeah. utilized. It's just that. There needs to be limitations. And, and as you all have said, if you are acting, if you're acting with a fat Thor and you know he's a method actor, an extreme method actor, and you agree to be in that movie, yes, in some way, shape, or form, you're justifying that behavior. But you know, if the four of us get together and Grinch has never acted with me and he's like, I didn't know this fucking asshole did this, you know, he's got a right to go, dude, well, that was excessive. No, no, he, no, 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 no. Does he have a right because he didn't do his goddamn due diligence? If <laughs> If he we're playing Satanists, we're sacrificing somebody every morning because that's how I get there. Right. <laughs> uh, I'm going right. to back out of that movie. Thank you. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Look, at the end of the day, I, I, I'm not even sure where everybody falls. I agree with method acting. I think the extreme needs to go away. I think it's not necessary when the even oh, if you're wait, taking stop. it. You agree with method acting, but the extreme needs to go away. Absolutely. You're telling me that can't be the case. Is that what you're honestly saying, that you have to have extremes if you're having method acting? That's what I heard. I think extremes I heard, can hurt within reason. All I know is I didn't fucking do that to your shirt collar. need to go away. You don't fucking just, <laughs> yeah, fuck you. Yeah, I'm out of here. Done. Fuck method, you. The, when method acting was created, when the Stanislavski school of acting, which is where method comes from, when it was created, it wasn't founded on those principles of being extreme. Any, and you talk okay. about the emotionality. Meisner's technique of, of acting is where emotionality comes from. That's tapping into your inner emotion. Has nothing to do with Stanislavski's school of acting. So now we're blurring the lines and we're blending and we're saying, oh, well, it's the emotionality. I have to get there from an emotional standpoint, tapping into those things. And that's not necessary. I'm not putting the light on you. It's okay. It's a little softer. I like it. Probably right across the eyes would have been better I'm if you had framed it. Ma. All I'm saying is, it's okay to use method acting. I don't think the extremes are necessary. They aren't, in my opinion. And this is just my opinion. They're okay. not necessary. Okay. That's not to say get rid of method acting. I love you. I'm not saying that you're at really, all. I love you too. You're really pretty to look at. Thank you. <laughs> and I love your mind. Just yeah, my mind. I, just I, my I, mind. One of the other well, quotes. There's other I did, I did we, do that to your shirt. I hope you're happy. We can't talk. Yeah, yeah, you did. You did it. You fucking did it. Well, right, one of the other quotes I thought was really interesting was Martin Short or Freeman, sorry, Martin Freeman, who said <clears throat> he was he was discussing Jim Carrey's behavior on Man in the Moon, which apparently has some pretty, you know, 
outrageous shit as obvious Andy examples of like yeah. what his, yeah. and like, there's actually i think says, a netflix documentary on that now right? yeah the, yep. yeah so, you're right uh okay. it says was the most self-aggrandizing selfish narcissistic fucking bullocks i've ever seen when younger i thought it was quite common to think that completely losing yourself is the goal because it feels grown up and it feels proper but the older i've got the more i don't really look to that to be honest it's quite a pain in the ass he says arse when someone loses themselves it's a massive pain in the arse because no, it's no longer a craft and a job. The idea that anything in our culture would celebrate or support it is deranged, literally deranged. You need yeah. to keep grounded in reality. And that's not to no. say you don't lose yourself no. in the time between action and cut. No. No. But I think the rest of it is absolutely pretentious nonsense and highly I, amateurish. I'm not, I'm not sure I disagree. I'm, I'm not sure I agree with that guy. In fact, I think I might, I might potentially uh, oh. disagree with Do you oh, behemothly oh. decree? <laughs> No, I, I do. I do vehemently disagree. <laughs> you were still so close. I mean, look, I, I, I get it. I mean, this is one individual's take on the process. But I think if I'm an artist and I'm not, I mean, I'm not. And that's the like, end of the Thor, discussion. Thor, Thor okay. you're the closest. Fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. Fuck if you, I were an artist, but I'm not. No, no. Fuck you, you fucking cocksucker. Because, you know, I'm, <laughs> you I'm actually fuck. agitated as an artist that you're not more uh, pro this because... Then why aren't you on social media? Right. I mean, <laughs> there's a space that should be allowed to artists to explore freely. Now, I'm not saying there shouldn't be parameters in which they shouldn't be allowed to exceed. But no one individual huh. should be able to come in and say, well, fuck you. You, you you can't approach your artistic approach this way. And, and I don't think that's bullshit. saying that here, right? I think I disagree is, because is Rich just winning. read a quote from one person who but said, he's not here. Jim I'm talking Carey, about the four people Jim that are Carey, here. Jim Carrey shouldn't approach his method of acting this way. Well, I will also quote Charlie's, Charlie's Theron if you'd like. No. Sure. Uh, and it's I like, go to my trailer, I take my again, makeup off, that's and one I go motherfucking home. person right. who, who, who has said well, well, let me ask and, you and has admitted that she's wrong about her artistic what, approach. What if I were the best soldier I could ever be if I stayed in soldier mode all the time? Whenever they send me over, I'm just an absolute killer. But I got to stay in that zone. And when he goes to the 7-Eleven, to the detriment of everybody killer. around me. But, but again, but again, you're talking about soldier mode versus someone who's pretending as but it's an the artist same thing. to be a soldier. It's a mental yeah. switch. It is. And, and that's we're what saying... a lot of these actors are saying is they're yeah. like, dial it the fuck down when you're offset. Yeah. And again, we're saying you go that, to McDonald's that... to get some lunch doesn't mean you'd be. Need you got to go like to McDonald's in a wheelchair. And like, yeah, you know, they're like, just fucking eat, man. Like, eat and let's get back at it. Like, I, I guess go for enjoy me, your family. Yeah, you point out that I'm I'm the creative in the group. And I guess for me, that's where my, I do take offense at saying, if you flip the switch and say, well, I'm a creative now, I get to be this way. No, you don't. You, you can be creative without that impacting other people. Now, maybe visual arts is a different, you know, it's not fair maybe to lump that in because there are oh, a lot of- on. There are and a lot of visual arts, artists that aren't infringing on other. Right. You're, you're impacting an emotional response from another person. You're supposed to be poking the goddamn bear. Right. You're not supposed to be stroking their goddamn ego. No, 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 no. You are supposed to put your work out. When I create art visually, I put my work out. I'm not doing it to incite 
frustration in you specifically. I'm not putting fuck Haas. He's a piece of shit on my work and putting it out there and, and allowing you to look at it and go, wait, what? I am putting my artwork out there for you to look at it and try to understand your approach to the work and right. how does as it an individual, affect you? But as well, a collaboration, it's supposed to be a, a collaboration. But, but, but not to infringe this. on someone specifically. Bullshit. You just, you just got to start talking, Grinch, and just keep going. Uh, Haas, you haven't said this, but I think I think you would agree with this. When you're making your point, I think what you're evoking are like Oscar-worthy level performances. I think you are. And, and here's where I'm going with this. If I'm on the set of Expendables fucking three, I don't need a goddamn method actor, right? I no. just don't. You need someone who's and if you're casting somebody who's a method actor for fucking Expendables three, then what the fuck? So in reality, I mean, the examples we're really citing are your Daniel Day Lewis's, your Leonardo Jim Carrey, your yeah, Jim. Leonardo DiCaprio's, um, your uh, well, I, I you know, think Jim it's fair Carrey, to say which his he's kind of got a mixed reaction right now in Hollywood, right? You know, at least as far as I think. Well, let's take a recent. But event. I think let's... I think it's fair to say though that it's it's not just you know Oscar nominated performances, right? It's any it's any role that is going to take you outside of your comfort zone, right? I mean, well, you know, if you asked me to play Grinch, you know, in a full length feature film. I would probably have to do a little bit of method acting to get into that headspace because, you know, you're just right. way more awesome than me. So and, I would have to get and, to that point. Well, and Haas kind of said this earlier. You know, if you remember, Haas, you were talking about like the one top 1% of actors. Like, that's kind of who we think of, of who has evoked this methodology to the extreme. Because let's just say somebody's filming a pilot for like Full House or some shit. And you get this method actor and you're like, what the fuck? Like, it's just a family comedy, you know, or whatever. Like, we don't need that shit. What I think you were touching on, and or at least this is where I've connected with you mentally, is if you're going to go for the truly exceptional, extremely hard roles like a Matthew McConaughey in Dallas Buyers Club, uh, a Leonardo DiCaprio in The Revenant, you're, you're probably going to afford them a wide berth to get the absolute best of them because they are the best of the best. And it may lead to Oscar performances, but that's only, this is my addition to your thought. That's a small percentage of the grand in the grand scheme of films, the bulk are in this bell curve of like normal people who were getting through their day. And some of them are phenomenal actors and they just don't want the drama. They want to go in, make a good movie and be done. If it gets nominated, great. If it doesn't, it, it, it is what it is. And that's maybe where that line is, is we're actually talking about like maybe how you get the best of the best out of the best and how much latitude do you afford them? And by the way, Jared Leto is not in that category in either show. <laughs> yeah, I, I, listen, so, so disclaimer. Um, yes, I agree with that assessment. I don't think Shia LaDouche or Jared Leto should their their approach should be acceptable behavior because I don't I don't condone that. But what I'm saying is, and this is a good point, and, and it didn't occur to me until you brought it up. But let's take a Bob Saget in Full House, who appeared as his all-American father. And this guy's a raunchy ass stand-up comic. Like his approach was method acting, right? Like, I mean, that was him. He was would show it? up on set 
Is this, did, a, did, is this all American dad? And they could flip a switch and be like, you know, a complete and total fucking, but, you know, a cussard. But that's not method acting, though. That's just show. acting. That's the he four didn't, of us on this show. He didn't say, I'm going to go live with, you know, two other guys and three girls for you know, a year <laughs> and learn how to be a family and learn how to be, right. you know, I don't know. I don't a, know. A single father. I, 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 perhaps it's I'm about pretty people, sure he didn't. But perhaps he didn't. I don't know. It was it was the Full House reference that that, that Grinch brought up. My point is still my. And may he rest. That randomly came right. to mind. May he, yeah. yeah, it did. Maybe, look, but my point is this: is that it is possible for someone like a Bob Sykes to be a wholesome individual in real life and be a complete douche in life. Oh wait, but that's I'm not. About Sha- I'm talking about Shia LaBeouf. But that's not method bad. acting. That's just Bob Saget is a, is is a is a raunchy motherfucker and can be a wholesome person in life. <laughs> The the point being, the point I being saw is her. this. Wait, yeah. hold She's on. There. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, Wait, who are we seeing? It's Mrs. It's Mrs. Grinch. I need to know. Mrs. Let's ask. Let's ask the question. Do we get an appearance? Let's ask the question. Do we get an appearance? I saw her. I saw that. Put her on. It's appearance time. Appearance time. Yeah. She does not. Now nobody has a mic. I muted her. Oh no! Mic drop. Like Mike's out. Does that mean it's oh, open? That's oh, uh, method acting. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, hold on. This is totally off the record. Oh no, this is on the on record. The record. Off on the record? Yeah. Can you hear us now? Yeah, I could yeah. hear you. Yeah. Okay. I could hear you before. Mrs. Grinch, we have a question for you. Has your husband had a drink in the month of April? Just you don't even have to answer openly. You can just nod your head or shake your head. Thumbs, we don't care. Thumbs up, thumbs, thumbs sideways, up, thumbs, thumbs down. down. Come on, don't lie. Don't, don't, don't fucking look don't at lie. her like. Yeah, no, don't tell me down the river, you, you saucy bitch. You We're in a abusive relationship. That's how I keep her in line. <laughs> she abuses you. We know. We know who keeps who in line in that relationship. Don't don't lie to us. Your face. <laughs> I asked. What did you say? Oh, no, 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 now we know, now we know, it was my birthday, in April, yes, and you had a drink, right, because you're allowed, doesn't mean he needed to have one, I I was trying to be very supportive, (laughs) oh, now we know, thank you, all right, Haas, I guess you and I are the only ones, and then there were two, and then there were two, all right, so. you can put your headphones back in. <laughs> You're good. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> it was my birthday, but we celebrated it all month. Yes. Oh, wow. um, That's how we roll. There you go. <laughs> and I forgot where we were. She was like, he did lose Look, four times. I'm I'm yeah, I'm not I'm not saying that method acting is an excuse to be an asshole douche. What I am saying, and this is where I get a little, I think a, a little different from you guys, is I have a problem with people who are far right saying, well, they shouldn't have fringe upon this and they shouldn't have fringe upon that. Well, fuck you, it's your goddamn job, and your job is to, you know, create this thing. It's a my job is the staff to if quit being a mammy, quit being a mammy, pampy little saucy bitch, and do your goddamn job. I did. I brought the little <laughs> wieners wrapped in a blanket. 
That doesn't mean we're going to push this motherfucker. And did you bring food too? Do you think so? It looks good. Do you think your brain? Do you think your blank? Blank. Brain. Blah blah blah. Yeah, exactly. You had a lot to drink, you cocksuckers. Um, your piggies in a blanket. Hey, stop your method acting infringing upon me. Okay. Well, in that case. All right. Don't stretch out the collar again. No, you oh, did that. The you <laughs> did that. I did it. All right. So let's go. You know what? Let's go ahead and wrap it up here. I think as a group, we're saying method acting as a school of acting is perfectly fine. There should be certain limitations, potentially Haas, a little more gray area for him in terms of reaching that creative area. Uh, and obviously, as with all of our episodes, you know, we want our listeners to, to listen to it, think about their approach to it. It's how I approach my artwork. When I display something, I don't display anything to openly offend anybody. I just want you to examine your approach to it. And that's what we do here on the show. We put out a topic, we debate it contentiously or otherwise. We laugh, we joke, we cut. Doesn't matter. But really, it's for the listener to listen back to it and go, okay, well, how do I feel about it? Do I agree? Do I not agree? What is my particular approach to whatever that particular topic is? That's why we do what we do every day here. We love it. Back in May now, we're drinking, obviously- a little off track, a lot off track. However, it, it ends up falling out, but we enjoy it. Haas plowing through his Pringles, hoping they're delicious. Uh, is he slowly? Yeah, we can't hear you. You're, you're muted, so you're good. Uh, but, you know, as usual, really appreciate y'all being here, taking the time out of your day, giving me your perspective on the topic at large. Feel free to go to our website at aspirateddebate.com. Check out all of the drinks. We're back in May, so drinks are going to start piling up again. Check out the list there. See what we're having. Uh, Mac, another margarita. Haas drinking some pink ass gin that uh, smells really nice and florally, but tastes like weak old hamburger that you've left out on the counter and forgot about. It's a little with oyster juice, with oyster juice and a little tonic water. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I think he dropped his taint on it, but you know, we not it doesn't bear discussion. Uh, yeah, check out all the drinks that we uh, that we have here. They'll be on our page. Feel free to check out any episode. You can drop us a line there, or you can go to our email at the four horsemen at a spirit debate.com. F O U R Haas, just for you, the four horsemen. Always looking out for you, brother. Uh, drop us a line, topic you'd like us to debate, a drink you'd like us to try. Even just drop us a question you'd like us to answer here on the show. If there's something that's just been bothering you, you know, what does Haas do on Friday nights? Maybe you want to know. It doesn't feel, bother me. It doesn't bother you. Okay. It no. should. Uh, feel free. <laughs> In fact, it should bother you so much you should come on over. It's, <laughs> it's part of your method. It's part of your method. You got to get right. there and stay right. there. Hey, especially with that gimp hand. That's right. <laughs> you know what? Walking through TSA barefoot is my method, and you don't seem to think that's okay. So... All right. So feel free to drop us a line at the four horsemen at a spirit of debate. Uh, love to hear from you there. Gentlemen, as always, thank you so much for being here. I love you guys. Look forward to doing this week in and week out, and we will do this again next week.
The views, information, or opinions expressed during the A Spirited Debate podcast series or any affiliated podcast are solely those of the hosts or guests involved and do not represent those of people, institutions, or organizations that the host or guests may or may not be associated with in a professional or personal capacity unless explicitly stated. While guests are invited to listen, listeners acknowledge that they are not being provided professional advice from the podcast or its guests. The content within the parameters of A Spirited Debate podcast series or any affiliated podcast are for entertainment and educational purposes only. Any views or opinions are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, or individual.